welcome back to Say Something Interesting, uh, the Eastlake podcast that follows up on our Sunday morning service. This is Megan. And I'm Brent. And we are excited to have you here today. Yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in. Yeah. We're, we're pumped that you're listening, and uh, we just did week two of our yeah. Advent series. We slip slid our way into the theater this morning. Yeah, two hour, uh, <laughs> two hour delay for our yep. Pasco schools. And Kennewick schools. Uh, but not Richland. Oh, well, you know Crazy Richland. Richland often does that. Daredevils. And they are also the district that has that the most bus accidents due to weather. Hmm. So Take note, <laughs> Richland. I was, uh, we had our morning men's group this morning uh-huh. as it was starting and I go on my phone buzz and it said two hour delay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, another guy with a, a kid at, uh, Richland schools was waiting for his and we yeah. were checking Twitter feeds and nothing's coming through. Nothing's coming through. <laughs> I mean, maybe they called if they did, they called uh, it super yeah. late cause we were looking right away and, and nothing happened. So, uh, interesting. I thought, yeah. mm-hmm. Richland's yeah. like the, you know, we do our own thing, man. They are a little bit that yeah, way. That just is a city in yeah. general. Kind of like you yeah. guys do you, that's fine. Whatever mm-hmm. we'll do us. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah, that's that's good. So we had extra extended breakfast this morning with my kids, and <laughs> and uh, so Do your kids often eat second breakfast. Oh yeah, they had donuts when I came home because yeah. I come to here at five thirty, yeah. and then I go home at like six forty-five, mm-hmm. and they know that Monday's donut day. In fact, they have this like little song that they <laughs> do as a result of that. So they run downstairs and have. I am sure they had already had probably string cheeses before that. Yeah, that's what they can reach. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And then a donut. And then afterwards, of course, Grayson's still hungry. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a parent, you kind of want to give him more than a donut. Yeah. A little more than a donut. Yeah. And so then I had to make some eggs and yeah. do some things. So yeah. it was it was exciting, but it does throw off the routine a little yeah. bit in terms of uh, the, the part of the day. So <laughs> it works. And you do after school program stuff. So I'm yeah. sure that all messed up with you. Stuff too. Uh, well, I mean, a two hour delay doesn't mess up our after school, but we also have a morning program. And so we just don't run when we do a two hour delay. We don't have morning. I saw you had to day. scrape your windows. I saw your car. Yeah, I I was going to be I was like five minutes later than we usually are here. And yeah. I was totally going to be on time. And then I walked out and I was like, oh, yeah. I I, so <laughs> last night, last night. <laughs> Kylie was going to go over to a friend's house mm-hmm. after, uh, in the evening to go do some cookie decorating stuff. So I left my car parked outside thinking uh-huh. she'll take that and then, you know, park it inside. Uh-huh. I, I didn't pull, pull it in the garage. Anyways, she took, she ended up taking her car. I didn't uh-huh. know that. And so left my car out all night and I, <laughs> we have a garage and I park it in the car, in the garage every night. And oh, so no. I walked out this morning and I'm like, where's my car? Oh crap. It's outside. And then I walk out there and I'm like. I have to scrape my windows again like a savage. <laughs> like a savage. Like, I don't want, like, that was miserable. Yeah. Oh, for those of you who have to scrape every morning, yeah, that's like, me. sympathies to you. Because, like, yeah. my knuckles were, like, it was just, it, it was, like, icy. Yeah, I don't know, it was icy. Was it icy for you yeah. at that time? Like, I had to was, pull my door, like, yeah. my door didn't just open. I thought I had maybe to, I didn't like, hit unlock. Pull it. Yeah. And then, poof, you know, yeah. like, that sort of thing. And then. Yeah. Uh, then I had to find my scraper, which was tucked into my trunk because uh, I see, never scraped. See, mine is very accessible because well, I yeah, it should be yeah scrape often. So just yeah. whiny. I'm just whiny this yeah, morning a little geez, bit. Brent. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry guys. Well, um, Margot sent me this really funny thing that I thought would be a funny way to start today. So last week, Peta tweeted out. You know how there are sayings that we used to say, but now we don't say them because we're enlightened. And, sure. Um, we well, make sure. Enlightened slash hypersensitive (laughs) slash, yes, go ahead. (laughs) And so PETA, which is the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, um, tweeted out some statements that we should probably consider not using anymore because they just are not... These dogs are getting offended? Yeah, they're just offensive to animals. Yeah. So... Let's hear um, so I thought it'd be funny if you tried to guess what the, they came up with alternatives 
for a few oh common ones. Oh my gosh, ones. I cannot wait. I thought it'd be funny if you would try and guess some I'm of in. the alternatives. All right. All right. So uh, the f- one of the phrases we should no longer use is kill two birds with one stone. Okay. Uh, and so I'm supposed to guess uh-huh. what the replacement okay, is. It still rhymes. It's still like catchy. Oh, okay. Um, uh, let's see. Double, double your pleasure, double your fun. <laughs> no. No. It's like double mango. Okay, yeah. Um, it's feed two birds with one scone. <laughs> oh, dude. How do you tell PETA this is not going to catch on? Like, I'm so sorry. And the Twitter on this article, it has some of the, like, Twitter responses. Like, uh, my question is, are they just being, like, ironic and funny? Like, for sure no, they I'm are. No, I'm pretty sure they're being serious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. This one's a funny one. Um, bring home the bacon. Can't say bring home the bacon anymore. No. Um, Expensive to animals. Let's say something that rhymes with dough. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, bring home the bagels. That one wasn't very good either. That's lame. Mm-hmm. Come on, bring home the bagels. Um, hey, oh. some grain had to die so that yeah. you would <laughs> eat that bagel. Um, uh, I can't read that comment. It has a lot of bad words. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to change the rating on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, so when uh, people just are like, are you serious, Peta? You're like comparing these phrases to yeah. like racism and <laughs> like sexism. Yeah. And, anyway, my other favorite one is um, be the guinea pig. You're not allowed to say that anymore. Oh, yeah. What, what do you think is, you should say? Uh, well, obviously it has to do with like plants. And so I'm going to say like uh, be the daisy or something like that. Mm. Like some sort of, no. It's be the test tube. Cause it's, you're getting pig, you're testing uh, okay. you're test tube. Anyway. All right. Yeah. <laughs> not happening. No, not happening. Not happening. Uh, it's pretty hilarious though. You're like, no one is ever going to use these statements ever. Yeah. That's it's just not going to happen. Yeah. I, uh, well, no, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to go down that road. I, I was going to say something that I read that was like similar to this, but uh-huh. it has to do with the person. Oh. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to choose yeah. to stay away. That's probably a good call. I'm going to leave, live and let live. <laughs> Can I say that, Peta? Is it okay if I say live and let live? <laughs> Week two of Advent just took place. Uh, and we uh, talked about a passage in Matthew chapter 25 that was a pretty, uh, Pretty unique passage, the yeah. parable of the ten bridesmaids or ten virgins, depending on how you read it. Interesting <laughs> that uh, the, the the wording is a little bit unclear in terms of like the actual Greek language, and so it's interesting that some some I'll just say it men chose to interpret that as virgins for, <laughs> versus bridesmaids, which actually yeah. fits the story a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But they wanted to spice it up, make it us. <laughs> we got a spicy town take. We're gonna talk about ten virgins. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it, I. It's a classic Advent one. It has to do with waiting and being prepared while you wait, and just. Uh, but it's one that I, I don't know that I've ever done before, and it's been an I'm interesting. Not sure take. I've ever heard that parable be preached about ever either in my life. So yeah, yeah I, it, usually for me, it's one of those ones you read about, and you're like, yeah, yeah, move on. Yeah. Because because um, I don't know about you, but I grew up in a. Uh, I grew up when Left Behind was like just starting out, and I like I had like the. 
the the preaching experience or the um you know being in a church where it was like hey get it right or else you never know tonight could be the night right and and growing up with fears of like to <laughs> be clear movie, the left behind series is about the like Jesus coming back and the rapture, the rapture and, and tribulation and, yeah, and uh-huh, uh, antichrist yeah. and all that kind for of stuff for those that don't know <laughs> oh yeah if you haven't <laughs> if you're un- living under a rock uh Nick Cage was a part of this dramatic blockbuster Nick series Nick Cage is in that I think it was him, wasn't no, he? No, it was... Um, Kirk Cameron was yeah, in the early oh. ones. But was I th- Nick Cage part of it, I too? I think he came back. I'm pretty sure he was... I, he's got the face of an Antichrist. I want to say he was the Antichrist. He's <laughs> the face of an Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have a face for TV. Some people have a face for radio. Some people have a face for uh, taking over the world through evil uh, manipulations. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I, I so I grew up in a church, uh, not not my my dad's church. Like that wasn't it. That wasn't the childhood that I had. I didn't live in fear of that. But like in the in the like I don't know overall spectrum of Christianity at that time, there was a, a heavy bent towards that. And those books had come out, and um, so like I, I I had read the first couple, you know, and then I I think they started making them. They just started they got a book contract that kind of thing, and they just had to produce them. So they just got whatever, but. So that fear of kind of stuff. So I always have shied away from that because I found that a more um, kind of, uh, I don't know, a more widely accepted truism of it is is a lot more, it's, it's a lot less aggressive and a lot less, um, yeah, we live with this anticipation of something taking place. I mean, but uh, but what's most important is is kind of what you're doing with what you do have. So anyway, not always living with this like I'm gonna get bailed out, right? I'm always gonna get bailed. It's a terrible way to do your personal finances. <laughs> um, it's a terrible way to not pay your mortgage because oh, I'll probably get bailed out, like they're forgiving all these second mortgages or whatever. Or it's just a bad scenario to do life, and it's a bad way to do religion too. So, anyways, that's never been for me. So that's why uh, when it came to even even this talk, I was just like. Oh, I, I know, like, I, I had read enough about Advent not not playing into, like, just reading about, all right, today we're going to hear about Mary, next week's Joseph, guess what Guess what the week right before Christmas is about? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Did you know he came as a baby? And everybody was like, not writing anything down on their note sheets because yeah. it's not interesting. Uh, so I wanted it to be interesting. And, uh, yeah, I, I love the idea of speaking to the waiting and how do you live in the middle? And that quote from Bart was fantastic about this is the this is the season that the this is the only season the church has ever known is this anticipation, this this waiting, and this thing that's coming. And so, uh, because that's all we've ever known, everything that we have developed in terms of living an active life, in terms of following Jesus, still plays. It doesn't. It's not escapism. It's not find the sky. It's not like you know we'll huddle and let's let's come together and just wait this thing out. It's that's not really an option. So you got to kind of do something different. So I don't know. It, I, yeah. It's, I think I'm really excited for uh, the rest of the series and just the Advent thing, the Advent piece, anything stand out to you in terms of uh, the talk from yesterday? I mean, I, I know we had a conversation yeah. in between where you were like, um, <laughs> so you were kind of like all over the place yesterday. <laughs> and I, I felt like I was, I felt like I wasn't mm-hmm. tied to my notes, but yeah. that probably wasn't a good thing. So there's been times where you were like, you're so tied to your notes. But in those moments you were like, but it log- logistically flowed well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then when I'm not tied to my notes, I'm like, yeah, it's talked scattered. about sex twice yeah. in an Advent series. <laughs> 
my wife sitting next to her parents. Yeah, she was right behind me. Oh, yeah. The whole time I was like, I wonder how she Kylie goes, feels when he does this she kind said, of stuff. She said, thanks for that. <laughs> she, because I, in second, I had made a better joke, a better play yeah. on mm-hmm. wedding night things being one more thing that plays into the idea of anticipation, yeah. expectations. Yeah. Optimism and then reality. Yeah. <laughs> and uh it was fantastic. But I just I, I kinda like let the softball just not get hit yeah. on that on that first service yeah. one. But it was still it was still great. But yeah, definitely it's definitely funny. an interesting one for sure. So okay. that was um I, I think you had a better joke with that the second service because after first service I was like, This guy behind me was like, eh, anticipation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you you said that in between yeah, was uh-huh. right in that moment, a guy behind you leaned over, yeah. like dirty joke to his wife or girlfriend or whatever. No, he just was like, that's anticipation. Uh, anticipation. <laughs> yeah. That's anticipation for you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Whoever you are, you yeah. made it. You did it. You made second service better. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, I think what stood out for me was kind of what we talked about, but just that whole, the like the point of the anticipation is... The and like getting ready for Christ coming is like that building that muscle memory, building our ability to live here the way we're supposed to be in heaven and like building that kingdom here on earth. And so, yeah, you, you know. use that phrase muscle memory too, like mm-hmm. which was like a light bulb for me because I was like, that's what this is, that's why we go through these rhythms. We do a rhythm so that it comes more naturally or. We, we value something, and so we create the rhythm so that we don't even have to think about it. That's mm-hmm. just how we live, and that's how we do things. And, yeah. And uh, so that in that moment, we don't have to think, like, I'm going to really try hard to do this. Yeah. Um, I want to just do it. I just want to—I've done this a million times. I've gone through 65 Advent seasons or 48 or however old you are, right? So now I live with that anticipation. I know kind of where that's at, and, and I'm okay with the— re- repetition like repetitive nature of it like for me that's a strengthening thing well i think advent is that like yearly reminder like that we are supposed to prepare it's that yearly reminder that we need to yeah you need to be practicing these things every single day in your life you need to hear like here are the things you need to be ready for christ so let's practice them remember that you need to be doing them all the time not just right now yeah yeah. Uh, so it's interesting, too, because I'm thinking about it from like an uh, agricultural standpoint of you spend the summer or you spend the spring like harvest or like uh, or, or sowing the seeds. Right. The summer watching them grow. You spend the fall harvesting and stockpiling away so that you, you're preparing in that moment for getting yourself through the winter. Mm-hmm. And I imagine like I, we don't have that as much now because we're just like oh crud it's icy out it's going to take me two more hours to get to winco <laughs> but like there's no fear that winco's not going to have i don't know crusty's yeah. like <laughs> pancake mix when yeah. i get there do you know what i mean yeah i say that because we were out of it this morning when i tried to make breakfast <laughs> for my kids like i have no fear that it's there i just need to go and do that but for a lot of times for like a culture like this when there was an absence of food it wasn't like an inconvenience it was I hope that I can actually make it through this winter. Yeah. It's like a non-fear for me. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) I mean, come on. I, uh, 
I went to the store last night and was bummed that asparagus was like six ninety nine a pound at Yolks, <laughs> and I was like, I can't pull myself to. I really wanted asparagus because uh-huh. I had this steak, and I was gonna be like, yeah, this is great. But when you pay a dollar ninety nine for it all summer long, then to go and pay six ninety nine, that's not happening. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Yolks, <laughs> but it's not like Yolks didn't have it. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. <laughs> they had it. I'm just not. I'm just too cheap to do it. So, yeah. uh. I, I say all that because so it feels like in from an agriculture standpoint, you've we've been preparing or at least in the, the first audience for this would have felt like, OK, we're in this like we're um, subsisting off of our savings and we're kind of anticipating that the weather will turn. And because if it doesn't and if it's an extended winter or if for some reason the sun doesn't rise, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. if it's. If, if, if that kind of doesn't play out the way that we think it's going to do, then I don't know what we're going to do, you know? Yeah. So uh, we yeah. kind of live in that too. So that's why I think the Advent played so, or plays so well to this season because we do, we anticipate and we hope and we, we're, we're kind of, we want, I want the days to get longer again. I'm already there. I know we have another month where they're still getting shorter. It was like. No, we have like 10 days. Uh, is, I thought it was like the 20th. You're right. I, I feel like it's a month. I feel like I'm still at the end of November. I no. forget that we're like... It's December 10th. Today's a December 10th. Yeah. Side note, today is my two-year anniversary of my extension on life. Oh, yeah. December 10th, 2016. Congratulations. Yeah, it feels good to be alive today. Yeah. Uh, on an icy day yeah. where I'm driving at 5.30 in the morning and uh, I barely scrape my windows. Uh, it was Brent. like signing up for again. I'm like going 70 on the freeway because I'm late because I thought it would take me 14 minutes to get to church. <laughs> That uh, joke makes sense if you went to yeah, church yesterday. If yeah. you're not laughing, then you should go to church more often. <laughs> that just shows how quickly we forget. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. <sighs> oh, man. That is hilarious. December 10th, icy, um, super icy. All right. Uh, there you go. What? Uh, anything else stand out to you? Um, so also I was thinking about uh, kind of the art of practice. Yeah. And so um, like in like... Uh, Sorry, I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, so doctors and lawyers, and they don't. Doctors get a license to practice. Lawyers get a license to practice. They don't are, ne- are never complete. It's never done. It's oh, never, um And I think of teachers the same way. They have a license, a teaching license, but it's kind of a license to practice. You're never done with your learning. You're never done with your improvement. You're never done with your growing. And so um, I was just thinking about that in terms of Advent and that practicing that muscle memory and stuff. But it's never done. It's never over. You're always growing and learning and changing and improving. Yeah, that's totally true. I I remember I I listened to uh, Colin Cowherd. He's a sports radio guy on the drive home occasionally, best of the herd. And uh, he says... When it comes to handling handling my finances or working on me medically, I want an old guy. <laughs> He's like, everybody's obsessed with like youth and like hiring younger, hire younger, hire younger. But when I sit down to talk finances, I want that guy to have gray hair. And when he's doing performing a surgery on me and I ask him, how many times have you done this? I want him to say a thousand. I'll take shaky hands over <laughs> and poor eyesight over somebody who's like, this is my first time and my hands are shaking for very different reasons. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We want experience in that way. The way he yeah. said it was better, but it was yeah. that's the concept of 
you know, that practice of never getting old and that repetition. I want the guy who's done this a thousand times where mm-hmm. it's not like, this is the first time I've ever seen this. This is so crazy, you know? Yeah. Uh, There's balance in that too of like, yeah, you want someone with lots of experience, but they need to be someone open-minded enough to know new yeah, yeah. techniques and new like research and new technology. Because that's that growing piece. That's that practice piece of you're never done improving is you also make sure you're still keeping up with what is new and what is improved. And because in science, especially in science stuff, it's changing all the time. There's no staticness in that. And so if you're a doctor and you're not reading research and doing those things and you're not actually practicing, you're just working, I guess. I don't yeah. know. How do you do that personally in your life? What does that look like for you? Uh, well, right now it looks like grad school, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have a very uh, tangible way of, yeah. of growing that. Uh, but like in the teaching education, you have, there's require you are required to take a certain number of like educational credits every year as part of your year in teaching. So you're required to stay current on teaching research and take classes and work on your practice and grow. Uh, so it's not... I mean, and they incentivize it too. That's part of the pay scale as you move up the pay scale by um, having your te- your like learning credits and stuff like that. But yeah, it's still also part of making sure that you are up to date on current, you know, practices for how to teach kids and how to manage classrooms and um, you know different ways of making sure that we're be doing the best that we can do. So yeah, I'm sure. How do you do it? Um. <laughs> Because it's similar, I think, for... Yeah, so it's interesting for pastoral kind of work, vocational stuff, and uh, it, because the line between, like, your personal life and your vocational life is pretty blurry. Like, if I go hang out, like, Saturday night, I took uh, uh, the boy... I took my son, Grayson... And we went with Corey McCoy and his boy, and we picked up Grady Snyder too. And they just, we had a boys' night at the uh, hockey game. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you go on my Instagram, pick and follow, you can see when Cotton Eye Joe came on, Grayson living his absolute best life now <laughs> with this shirt off, and his face is just pure joy. And we, uh, <laughs> when we, when we went in, our seats were supposed to be in a certain place. And I looked around, and I'm like, there's way too many people. Like they're going to hit somebody. They're going to, we went up into the very far corner. So if you see that picture, (laughs) that is the back of the arena. We are as far away. We have the worst (laughs) seats in the house, but there's nobody within seven rows of us. And so the kids got to do whatever they wanted. It was fantastic. Anyways, um, back to the the actual question at hand. (laughs) So Saturday night, like Corey's a friend, I go out as a friend, but he also attends the church. So he's also a parishioner in that way. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you, there, it, it is definitely a difficult thing even for uh, like my wife and I to be like, is that Brent time or is that Pat? It's Brent time, but like, because Corey's, I like Corey, but there's definitely a lot of people where the line is like a lot less of, uh, not less, but on the spectrum of friend versus parishioner, far more towards parishioner. And it feels a little bit like, is this work now? This is work, right? You know? And, and so um, with that, and not only that, but like even... Uh, 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 reading for me, uh, is like an outlet. That's where I kind of recharge or whatever. And so do I read books only that I can use to be able to speak from or religious books, or is there outlets for 
reading something that it, I'll never preach from it. It like has no value whatsoever. It's just a stupid novel or it's, it's a, uh, it's something different. It's the news or something like that. But the, like having, having to have other hobbies, other somethings that aren't necessarily be, aren't necessarily usable. Not everything in your life has to be utilitarian. Like I have to be able to use this for something. There can be stuff that's just enjoyment that just, that's kind of the thing I think that, does that get back to your original yeah. question? I mean, kind of. Like, what was your original question? <laughs> do you do like, how do you research and practice and improve? Like, yeah. So you were at like, but you were answering, but you're also saying it's confusing for so, you because that line is much more blurry between is this personal reading or is this for my yeah maybe vocation. I just took that in, in the wrong direction. Yeah, it's so because okay. <laughs> I because I don't go back to I don't do classes. Or, I mean, I'm done. Like I did my master's and I. And I'm, I'm like, I walked away and I'm like, I just, I don't think I'll ever be in the classroom again in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, do, but I'm then, sure you have like people or resources or things that you read to stay like, or if you hear of a new. Yeah. Yeah. Like, innovative church stuff yeah, or whatever. Or, sure. And then like, yeah. So like church running stuff. Yeah. And, we have some uh, church planner guys that we get together with usually once a year and bounce ideas off of each other. So, I mean, there's definitely stuff there, but you, you need it. Um, you, you need you need to be constantly practicing, but you also need to work on being human too. Like that would be my comment. Like most, there are certain personalities who are so driven type A that everything everything is. You could hear something like that and be like, "All right, so all of my free time needs to be dedicated towards making this better." And that's just not. That's what I'm realizing. I mean, that's, is, not healthy, that's not healthy. That's not healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm Good. not saying every ounce of my free time is like part of. I don't know. You tell right me. Right now it is, but that's <laughs> I was like say, a season of I was life. Like, How was your weekend? Good. I wrote seven papers. and well, I, I did actually write a paper this weekend. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Every time I've talked to you, it's been, did you do anything fun this I, Even Thanksgiving weekend, I was like, did you do anything over Thanksgiving? Oh, I, I mean, I did. I, I mean, I do have free time, so. Yeah. But, and I do fun things. I put up Christmas lights yesterday, so. Nice. You know, I got my neighbor. Like, like outside on the yeah. house? Well, on my apartment. My neighbor, this is not related. Anyway, my neighbor like put Christmas lights up and no one in my apartment complex has ever put up Christmas lights and she's new. <laughs> it's like the one yeah. unit and dark I was everywhere like, else. Shoot. Now pressure's on. I was like, peer pressure. Totally. So I took this video <laughs> when she first put them up and I sent it to my friends and it was like of her lights. And then I like scanned over to my apartment, which was sadness. <laughs> Scrooge. Yeah. I was like, the here Grinch lives, lives the e here. Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I got some lights and I put them up. Good for you. <laughs> I will say we live in a little cul-de-sac area. I have the best lights in the cul-de-sac. Oh, really? Yeah. One of the only ones. And the trees right in the window. Kylie did a good job with like tree placement this year. Nice. It looks awesome. You nice. come around the cul-de-sac, it's like, boom. Yeah. Feels really good. I know. And I got the lights up super early because right now that ice on the roof would be just like taking your life into your hands. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. It'd I'm be sure. terrible. Uh, All right. Uh, let's jump into our something yeah. interesting because uh, I got some, I got a good one today. Can okay. I go first? Yeah. Is that okay? All right. I'm going to go first today. So I, I found a list. Uh, this is names of actual cities in actual states of the United States of America. The worst named cities. <laughs> In each it's of these decided states. it's worst. Or is uh, it just weird? Uh, no. Well, yeah. Well, probably. Combo. Yeah, combo. So <laughs> I'm going to name 10 of them. Okay. One of them is not true. It's not really. And I'm going to make you try and guess which uh, okay. one that 10 is. Are you ready? All right. Uh, beer bottle crossing. Do I get the state that it's in? 
Uh, no, because there's okay. a couple on the East Coast that I'm like, New Jersey? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm terrible East Coast geography. <laughs> the little small ones. Come on. Rhode Island, please. I can't help that. All right. So I'm just going to give you 10, and then you'll, you'll pick which one is okay. not real. And then it, it, uh, the one that you pick, I'll, I'll try and identify the state for you if you have it. All right. Beer Bottle Crossing. Mm-hmm. Big Sag. Mormon Bar. Ding Dong. Toad suck, <laughs> coward, booger hole, or Satan's kingdom. I think that's only seven, but I think that you're going to get lost on. I just want to give you the yeah. ones that I have. So I'll work backwards from that again. Satan's kingdom, booger hole, oh, coward, but I'm going to replace that with Santa Claus because that's, that's a great city. <laughs> Santa Claus, ding dong. <laughs> Big Sag, Beer Bottle Crossing, and Mormon Bar. Which one of those is not really a city? Mm, Ding Dong? Ding Dong, Texas is an actual city you can go to. I don't know. I played you. All seven seven of them them. are actual cities. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Satan's Kingdom, I believe that is, it's not New Hampshire. It's just below New Hampshire. Can you tell me what that one is? Um, Satan's Kingdom, top right. Connecticut. Is it Connecticut? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, well, we're gonna Google it up. I want to send a letter to Satan's Kingdom. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, return I think it's to sender. Connecticut. And the return to sender is gonna be Santa Claus, Iowa, or wherever that is. Santa Claus, Indiana. <laughs> Indiana. I, I know that's Indiana. I can do that. Baldhead, Maine. Nice. Uh, What's Washington's? Washington's is Big Bottom, Washington. Where's that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I've met some people from there, though. <laughs> I was behind one of them at Walmart the other oh, day. Oh, my gosh, Brett. Big Sag, Montana. Yeah. Beer Bottle Crossing, Idaho. Mormon Bar, California. Oh, California. I'm shocked by that. Mormon Bar, California. Uh, I was thinking Utah all the way. Yeah. Plenty Bears, South Dakota. There probably are plenty of bears there. <laughs> Uh, chicken bristle, possum neck, uh, booger hole. The, it, Where's booger hole? Yeah, you want to guess? I just want you to guess. Think of all of... I'll Mississippi. Give you, no, oh. that's a good guess, though. Well, Alabama. <laughs> wow. We're getting really... West Virginia. West Virginia. Booger hole, oh. West... I'm from booger Did you know, hole, There's West a town Virginia. in Maryland called Poe Monkey. It's not on the list. Know, Didn't but, make the list. But there is a town in Maryland called Poe Monkey. In Maryland? Yep. Okay, Moose Up. It was the one that got uh, the Maryland that's vote. That's weird. That's yeah. not as good as Poe Monkey, no, I just I, like to say. I, I, yeah, <laughs> thanks for making that list. That was a very entertaining thing for me uh, yeah. as I'm looking through Booger Hole, West Virginia. Someday on bucket wanna, list yeah. item. I want to I wanna go check yeah. it out. We actually, the reason I know about Poe Monkey is we lived in the town really close to it. And when we were moving to that part of Maryland, I was like, Mom... <laughs> How do you spell Poe Monkey? P-O apostrophe M-O. Oh, that's how I would have spelled it. That's funny. I was like, that. if I was living there, I would address it in that way. Yeah. But that's like the legit. They did it. Like I'm yeah, a Poe Monkey, man. Yeah. I got no dough. I'm I'm like, now I'm doubting, but I'm 95% sure that's how it's spelled. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Good so, for them. Anyway, I was trying to convince my mother that we should live there. She was not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> Their real estate prices alone take a 10% drop when you have to put Poe Monkey on your address yeah. return list. Um, yeah. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Right. Go for it. That was that was a, 
So. Uh, mine's a little different yeah. <laughs> than that. Uh, so I follow NASA on Instagram because they have cool pictures. Absolutely. And sometimes they have cool stories. And the other day I was look, going through their stories. I don't always look at the whole story. Sometimes I like click, fast click past it. Sure. But this one caught my attention. So I thought I'd share it. Um, the last week, they one of the science branches of NASA sent up two like rockets because they are studying the part of our atmosphere where the atmosphere is leaking out into space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, holes in the ozone or, yeah, yeah. well, I think more it's, than ozone, right? Cause that's, no, it's, um, it happens all the time. It's happened forever, more or less. Okay. But the like reduction in the ozone is contributing. But as soon as we started producing Hummer vehicles, it <laughs> <Yeah>. grew. <laughs> yeah. So it's, they're kind of, it also is, happens mostly at what they call the, um, oh, what's it called? <laughs> the um the cusp the polar cusp which is part of so the earth's magnetic field has like a couple oh, like, yeah, gaps yeah. in I've it i've seen what you're saying yeah sorry i'm using my hands yeah to no they're getting it they yeah. get it keep doing it um, this is great <laughs> she's doing ymca right now guys <laughs> I think and, that, that's the theme song um so where it kind of meets and comes back into the earth it they there's like gaps and so that's how ions from the sun get into our atmosphere but that's also how our atmosphere is it's an area where our atmosphere is leaking out so that's my something interesting that's crazy just cool nasa stuff uh speaking of nasa and also something interesting really cool is that mars rover thing landed yes and they've got photos. You can go on their. I I, I saw it on their Facebook page, but uh, you can do like the 3D shots of him walking around and doing his thing and and scanning the place. And uh, you know what? It looks. I don't know how they did it, but it looks a lot like Martian. Like oh, the movie. Really? Yeah, I was That's like, cool. yeah, like good guess, guys. Nice job. Yeah. Maybe also, they had educated the, photos of it beforehand. The, like um, the leaky atmosphere thing. The like studying our atmosphere leaking out is part of that Mars, like trying to figure out if Mars had a bigger atmosphere at one point and then it went through the a similar kind of process. Mm. And so it's kind of like they're trying to, I don't know, it's part of that science too is researching what's happening in that way. Dude, what so. if they find a ghost town with like McDonald's, closed McDonald's and they're like, <laughs> what? McDonald's? <laughs> like couldn't survive that. Uh <laughs> So you've heard of the whole SpaceX thing with Elon Musk, right? Yeah. And he's doing the one-way flight to Mars at some point. And, yeah. And it's their word because it's going to cost too much money, like yeah. for the average person to be able to go and survive <laughs> when the Earth collapses in on itself. Mm-hmm. Um, just the thought of the the like <laughs> the thought of they're like they're, speaking back to the uh, people offended at yeah. PETA statements, right? Uh-huh. People are offended at how much it's going to cost. It's not going to be viable for. The poor people to fly on a one-way trip to Mars and probably not survive. People are going to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, like, yeah, like or you know, millions supposedly, of dollars, millions. Yeah, I guess if you're like, unless they all die first, but that's really depressing. Sorry. Wow, super depressing podcast, guys. Oh man, all the people in Booger Hole, West Virginia, are just—they got—they live in a town called Booger Hole, and now we're dropping this bit of information on them. <laughs> Did you tell Grayson good. that there's a town called Booger Hole? I didn't. Mm-hmm. He would. Uh, <laughs> he would probably he love, love there. They yeah. must sell a ton of postcards. I would they think must, that they would. Yeah. Because if you go in there, how do you not buy a postcard from Booger For Hole sure. and tell your friends? 
I went hey, to Booger Hole. <laughs> next time you're in town, pick me up at Booger Hole. Got it. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Picked up at Booger Hole. Um, good. Oh, word. All right, that'll that'll do it for this week's episode because Megan's got to get going to work, and uh, you know what? We're, yeah, we're life. We yeah, life. It just happens. But we appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, we love it when uh, I love it when people are like. Like we're late on dropping the podcast because either it's a Monday holiday or just bad editing on our part or something like that. Or mm-hmm. and people are like, "Hey man, I missed it. Where are you guys doing this this week? Or yeah. what's going on?" It's it's fun to hear that people are actually listening. to This it is fun to hear. I've had a number of people since I've started doing this regularly say, "Hey, hey, love, you're doing great on the podcast." And it's like I didn't even know you listened. Yeah, you know? thanks for listening. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so that's oh, we think it's cool. I I like that it's an extra little feed for us to be able to, especially on a topic like Advent, be like. All right, this is kind of what I meant to say, and this is there's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of uh, what's the cat not caveats, but like there's a lot of angles you could go yes, with this, this topic. So I'm super thankful for this avenue, especially on a, a a topic like this. So keep keep listening, especially through the rest of the series. And uh, reminder, we are doing our family movie night. You're probably listening to this on uh, Monday or Tuesday, and Tuesday night, uh, six o'clock at the theater. Home Alone on the big screen. Um, and it was funny because my wife was at a women's event at a uh, another church that shall not be named. And <laughs> she uh, had mentioned something about, I don't know how it came up in topic, but um, Christmas movies. And somebody said Home Alone. She's like, oh, yeah, we're showing that at our church on Sunday night. <laughs> And somebody goes, somebody like looks at like at her like big eyes. Yeah. And so then Kylie like starts backpedaling like, but we're going to try and like figure out how to like edit out all the curse words or whatever. We we know that there's, and then she said a few of them and Uh then she's like, words back in my mouth, please. (laughs) So she's going to be back at the soundboard just quickly, quick volume, quick volume. Anytime the older brother's in the room, just volume down. So. We can't wait. It's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. So uh, we're doing a little family trivia that night and hot and ready pizzas from, you guessed it, Little Caesars. Uh, So if you are in town and available, we'd love to have you come out. Come bring the family. That's not just for kids, too. It's a great movie. Yeah. And the best part, if you're an adult and you're like, I don't know, I don't don't know if I want to either bring my kids or I don't want to come. The best part of this whole thing might be watching my son watch while Harry and I can't remember the other guy's name get hit in the face with <laughs> frying pans because my son thinks that this is the best thing ev- that's ever happened <laughs> on television. And uh, so wait, can't wait for you to see. And he's seen it like three times and oh, yeah. every time it's just like the first time, which is fantastic. <laughs> my wonderful. wife got a video of it the other day. It was, it was really great. So... <laughs> uh, all right, that'll do it for this week's episode. You can find us on the socials. Uh, we are. I am at... Uh, at Brent Johnson, J H N S E N. Megan is Meg Bojan, B E A. And I actually did fire back up our Say oh, Something nice. Interesting Twitter. So um, at Eastlake Podcast. If you go there, we will send, I'll tweet out a picture of all of these different states so you can follow up and, and verify. Yeah. Um, we'll send out uh, some NASA information yeah. for you. And uh, anyway, anything that we talk about, easy links will be up on there and uh, also on the show notes. But Follow us on Twitter at Eastlake Podcast. All right. That's it, guys. Have a great week. See ya. Bye.